Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it to episode 58. What the hell is up, Michael? I'm feeling a little upside down today. How are you? How are, how are you downside up? Upside down. My face, your ass. How are you downside this? up? So we're actually in the same time zone right now. We are currently in the same... That's right. That's right. Michael Michael, and I are in the same are in the same time zone. Which time zone are we in? Uh, we're... It's... Uh, is, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> this is how much I know about time. Uh, Eastern time. We're in Eastern time. time? It is... What do you mean? Is that, that the, time? is that the formal name of the time zone? Eastern Standard Time, EST. Yeah, that's what I fill out on forms. Yeah, I hope that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> so the two book watch knobs are on the same time zone. Usually, one of us is over in Pacific time zone, one of us is Eastern. But right now, we're in Eastern. Michael is here in Florida. Unfortunately, we're not in the same room, but it is interesting to be on the same you know time zone. Usually, it's just me here by myself recording till 1am and michael over on on the east on the pacific coast like you know 2pm or whatever the fuck I, yeah i finished recording and i and i have like a nice dinner <laughs> yeah what's that like dude we always yeah that's always interesting to me but but, but this is i'm sorry the last time we did this it was like very early on in the podcast i think we maybe recorded like two episodes and then i moved to the west coast i think so i think yeah. so yeah that's funny man but yeah so Episode 58. This is going to be a really, really fun one. Hold on, I'm burping. Fucking Jesus, Sarah. It's super early. No, I, haven't, I haven't burped in three days. I burped for the first time now. I'm trying to talk to you people. <clears throat> so, a lot of really interesting things are happening in the watch world in regards to watch news, in regards to releases and collaborations. Good feelings, bad feelings, the different feelings. We're going to talk about them. It's going to be a lot of fun. In addition to that, the main topic for the day is one that I feel like needs to sort of be discussed more because I think it's very easy for people to kind of have, you know, rose-colored shades when it comes to certain parts of virology. So today's main topic, uh, Michael and I will be sharing our worst moments in watch collecting, our worst moments <laughs> in horology. I think I think I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I have like. Um... Just three off the top of my head now. Maybe as the episode goes, I'll I'll, I'll pick out some more. Mm-hmm. But um, quality, yeah. quality over quantity, my friend. Quality over quantity. That's true. There's there's one there's one that I've been waiting to share, and you know which one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but before we get to the main topic, um, shall we shall we honor tradition? Shall we do the wrist check? Because I think my wrist check's gonna be my wrist check's gonna be a little insane. Well, why don't you go first? I, I I go first a lot. Let's let's. Well, let's, you usually go yours? usually go first because when the episode starts, I just say things and I talk way too much. You know what I it's mean? Okay. It's okay. I, so, I think I think it's been pretty pretty laid back this time. It's all good. So, my wrist check today, officially, want everyone to know because by the time you're hearing this, it will be December. I'm wearing my Orient Christmas chrono because I am uh-huh. doing a watch fast. For December, yay! And I'm doing. I'm gonna do it this time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. To, I'm not gonna wimp out. 
doing a watch fast with the Orient Christmas Chrono. Um, the fuck's the reference number on this? I Too long. I totally forgot. It's like it's like WX00T5TX. I'll, 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 I'll put it in the show notes. Mike, I'll put it in the show notes. But um, So yeah, for people who don't know the Orient Christmas Chrono, it's a really, really fun model. It was made in Japan's JDM Orient model, uh, part of the Neo 70s line. It's a solar chrono. It was made in 2016 to commemorate, for some reason, uh, Christmas in Japan. You only made a thousand pieces. This piece that I have is number 884. Um... I love this watch. You guys have seen it on the feed uh, a lot. Not lately. Um, I have purposely been not wearing it for the past couple of weeks because I'm going to wear it for the next five weeks straight. Um, for the watch fast, for the for the Orient Christmas Chrono Christmas watch fast, which might be the entire hashtag I create for it. I don't know. I'm going to keep it on the bracelet. I'm going to wear this thing on my left wrist. Left? I don't know. I don't know left or my own. I, I have to do L's. Yeah, that's left. On my left wrist, but for like reviews and stuff, because there are reviews I have to do, I will still wear those watches on my right wrist just to review. Is that okay, Michael? Is that allowed, you think? Yeah, that's that's something that I feel like you and I have to clarify. Because um, that's kind of uh, kept me from doing another watch fast. I, I want to do one, mm-hmm. but there's like stuff that I have to review. Um you want to do one. You He wants... Yeah, okay. I want to do a watch fast in the same way I want to show my parents my report card from when I was in, like, high school. Like, that's how much <laughs> I want to fucking do. Though. I just dread that shit from down the hall. I'm just well, doing this so I can at least do one. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I, I think you're fine wearing it, like, on your right. Or really, you know, just wear it for a little bit and photograph it and then, you know, take it off. I, I, it's not really cheating. Like just that? to let people know, I will not enjoy wearing it on my other hand. It will basically be like switching it up stranger style in the middle of like masturbation. It's just it's just a point of unenjoyment. You know what I mean? It's just awkward feeling. So I'm not gonna so just I just want people to know I'm not gonna enjoy it if I have to put a watch on my opposite wrist. For You're a gonna review. complain the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> and I'm gonna just be wondering why I did this to myself. But um I'm really actually I, I actually I'm excited. I like the the idea of the, of the theme. Of doing the Christmas Chrono during December, and then basically the first day of the new year is when I'll I'll put a different watch on. I am going to keep it on this bracelet. I think I'm going to try and do it like like the hardcore watch fast, like Michael. Is style. it is it that hard? I've seen a lot of comments about doing it on the same strap or bracelet. Is it is like? I guess I didn't find it hard. Because you, you did it, you did it with the SKX man. You love that bracelet. I think I think for some people the enjoyment that they have of like figuring out which shirt or which shoes to wear that translates to watch straps you know especially if your collection is like only three or four watches strong you know what i mean changing the watch because you're not because you're not really big big into into strap changes changing the watch strap for me makes the watch feel like a new watch and so if i only have two or three watches but i have 10 straps it feels like I have a much larger collection, or at least it feels more diverse than it actually is. So the idea of just wearing the same watch on the same strap as a watch collector, not like a not like a watch normalo, you know what I mean? Like a like a watch collector. For most watch collectors, I feel like it's 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 weird, you know? Yeah. So so that's my take on it. Um I feel like some people, you know, probably like you, they don't they they have, don't have an issue with it. Some people like me probably have a hard time with it. The, actually, so no, uh, to amend that, the strap changing thing is only an urge to do until you find 
the perfect strap for a watch. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. I, I have some straps that just don't leave certain watches. Exactly. And they never will. Exactly, exactly. Like right now I have my Sumo on the Seiko rubber and it's awesome. It's it's so it's such a great pairing. Right now I have my 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 um, my Samurai Blue Lagoon on that EAH strap with the uh, blue stitching. That is, that is it's it's fucking so gorgeous. It's so perfect. I love that strap so much. You know, I can definitely see that thing living on there. So I definitely understand some people will struggle with it. I might struggle with it. I don't know. Um, I just hope people don't get bored of seeing the same fucking watch in my morning walks, my morning walk segments on Instagram. It's okay. I'll do some more with my dog. Puppy. <laughs> You're walking your pet pixel? My pet pixel. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I'm wearing. I think I think it's a great watch. The review is on the site for anyone that hasn't seen it. There's a bunch of pictures in the feed. Um, I'll be updating you guys on how it's going. Uh, oh, and the WatchFast Hall of Fame. I am still working on that. I have to get, uh, I have to get all my, I have to basically collate all the data that's come in, in regards to people that have completed it and getting all their pictures and all their info and so on and so forth to create the WatchFast Hall of Fame on the twoboke.com or twobokewatchknobs.com website. Having said that, if you listen to the show and you've done a WatchFast, and you're not on Instagram, but you want to be in the Hall of Fame, just email us. Just email us like a picture of like, you know, you on the last day or something like that, or just at any point. Um, and then, you know, like details, like what the watch was and whether or not you changed the straps and so on and so forth. We are trusting you guys to be on the honor system. I mean, that might be dumb of us, Michael, but honor system guys or a logical honor system, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I'm wearing. Um, should I wear this while I sleep? That part of the watch fast too? Not really. That's that's kind of just me being really crazy. I feel like sleeping with a watch on is like sleeping with shoes on. You know, I do it I do it so much now that like if I, I don't, for some reason take the watch off before going to bed, that as I'm like kind of waking up before like reaching for my phone or like an alarm clock or anything, mm-hmm. I just like I go to look at my wrist. Because <laughs> I, I just need to see what time it is right away. And it's, oh man, it bothers the hell out of me when I don't <laughs> have the watch on my wrist. That's um, funny, man. That's, that's the value for me. I, I, but I guess I also don't move much when I sleep. People are like, oh, I'm going to like bludgeon my spouse with like my Seiko monster or something. Um, oh, yeah. But no. The thing is, uh, not, only, not only do I, I sort of tend to shift, but the problem is it's not so much the movement that i'm creating is the movement that every living thing in my house creates on top of me while i try to sleep so while right. i'm trying to sleep i have i have one cat on my ankles i have one cat on my stomach and i have my fiance just a whirlwind just like cycloning next to me and like eating up all the blankets like the whole <laughs> time of course and so if i'm wearing a watch on my wrist in the process of all this just just this this this, this chaotic calamity happening around me i'm afraid of like accidentally giving one of my cats a black eye or a blacker eye you know what i mean so <laughs> i don't know maybe i'll try it because it's not a heavy watch and it's on this really crummy like tinfoil bracelet which photographs beautifully it's such a it's such a it's such a shame it does it's such a it, good looking bracelet in photos it looks absolutely perfect for that <laughs> um for that watch I'm telling you man did you you saw this thing when i brought it to wind up right yeah, yeah, yeah i showed it to you 
Yeah, it's it's really really cool. I, I think somebody actually recognized you from the watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wearing it, I think the first or second day, and like, I guess the two book watch knob shirt wasn't enough. The Christmas chrono gave me away to some people. I can't remember who it was. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a blur right now. But yeah, so that's that's what I'm wearing. Orient Christmas chronograph. Um, keep you guys updated. Wish me luck. I'm looking at my calendar right now. So December first to December thirty first. And then January 1st, I'll put, I guess, something else on. I don't know. Yeah. What if I, I what if I, what if I die with this watch on? Well, I'll, I'll keep all your other ones. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, that's a given. <laughs> yes. Keep all my other watches. If I die with this watch on, make like have them like freeze dry me in like in like a and walk a walk in freezer with this watch on, but then on January 1st, have them take the watch off and then you put it in. Because I at least want, if I can at least complete the watch fast from the grave, I'll be happy, I think. You what if I mean? just freeze dry your, your wrist? Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Chop off the wrist, feed the rest to gators, and just save, just save the wrist. I no, think I can, that... Then I can like, I don't know, I can like clone you and fill in the, the DNA gaps with like frog DNA. I'm, ooh, interesting. Well, uh... <laughs> I think the world can benefit more from more <laughs> people who contribute more to society being cloned. Does that make sense? Okay. I don't think I contribute enough to merit the millions and millions of dollars it would cost to clone my dumb brown ass. You know? Oh no, I'm just, I'm gonna do it myself. I'm gonna YouTube it. John. <laughs> How to clone Taz. <laughs> I just see you there in your laboratory powered by the potato potato jars. You know the potato <laughs> batteries? Yeah. <laughs> it's just 17 potato batteries powering your game of operation, but like not very well. <laughs> like they're not fully, it's not fully buzzing when you get the wrong bone. It's just like, Bleh. like a little, like, oh, I need, I need more juice. And you just go and spend $40 on more potatoes. More potatoes. More potatoes, dude. When all else fails, just buy some more goddamn potato batteries. Fuck, man. Well, I think I think you're gonna have a great experience spending your time with this watch. Like like I said, I, I didn't I didn't set out to do it the first time to learn something in specific. Um, I just knew that I would learn something about the way I wear watches, what I look for in watches, um, almost even like how to position my buying habits. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think it'll be good for you. I think it'll be fun. By the time y'all hear this, but well, by the time this episode is published, I think I will be on day uh, three or four. Okay. Yeah, day 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 three or four. So should be interesting. But um, but yeah, uh, I, I I've been talking way too much. By the nice folks at home, what are you wearing, dude? Uh, this is kind of like no surprise. I'm um yeah, I guess because of all the traveling, uh, and you know. Me being here on the East Coast, and then my wife briefly returning to the West Coast, mm-hmm. um, it just annoys me to like in my head do math, like time zone math. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm wearing the the Dan Henry uh, 1963 Pilot Chrono. Nice. Um, but what's really funny is that I brought my I brought my my Raven carry case, and I have with me three other watches that I've I've tried to like circulate on this trip. Okay. Um and it just it just doesn't work. Like it doesn't stick. I I always reach for the Dan Henry. <laughs> and it it just shows you like how 
how important utility is in in a collection or or like a lack of a collection you know because right now this is the only watch i care about wearing uh because i'm using it you know right now for for work and you know keeping track of you know loved ones in different time zones uh and it's just it's been great well here, you know? here's the thing also i feel like traveling Utility becomes the norm when you're traveling because I think you're like me where traveling is very stressful when I'm like When I'm like on the road or if I'm traveling, I never feel Completely comfortable like I never comfortably go to the bathroom while traveling because I'm never like completely relaxed And when you're in that like survival mode, you don't really have the luxury of like I'd like to wear this watch today. It's more like I'm just gonna fucking wear whatever the fuck It's gonna be easiest thing for me to handle right now and, you know, with you and just the work you do, having that Dan Henry, just because you can do the different time zones, right? You know? Yeah. And, and I mean, with the traveling, it really depends. If, I, if I'm if i traveling, um, you know, and I, I, I guess people rely on me for certain things and different time zones and to get things <laughs> done on time. Yeah, it's, it is kind of like you feel like a fish out of water, like, you know, just being somewhere else, yeah. especially when your work routine is so set in stone. But I think if you're traveling for vacation or if like, I don't know, like I used to tour and stuff and my only responsibility was like <laughs> setting up gear at 3 p.m. sound checking and then just doing nothing until like playing a show. <laughs> so I guess um, I, 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 I guess I guess that's a good point. I, I think I'm still fresh. My, my wind up is still fresh in my mind. Like my experience traveling. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I don't I don't like flying. I don't I don't I don't like I don't like flying. Flying is the is the is the the, the 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 convergence of almost every single thing I hate in one in one action. Uh, not driving. I don't like. Not, I prefer to drive because if if anyone's gonna get his killed while driving, it's me. God damn it! You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Not driving. Being up in the air. Don't like that. That doesn't make. That's not a lot. If we were supposed to be up in the air, guys, there wouldn't be gravity. That's my answer. All right. Um, <laughs> Being near people, don't like that. Really don't like that very much at all. Uh, especially also, this is the last one. Being near sick people, I seem to always sit next to the guy or gal that has just fucking mean dengue fever on an airplane. Like the outbreak monkey, like cough next to me on the airplane. You know what I mean? Always. Every yeah. time. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, oh, oh, is that where Kaz is sitting? Okay, I'm sitting right there. I wanna, I wanna cough my fucking rich crackers into his ear canal. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do it, man. You know, <laughs> so every time I fly, it's just the convergence of every single thing that's wrong in my life, oh, and I'm man. and I'm usually alone. You know, my fiance is not with me, so everything is just wrong. You know, hey, um, I, I, I don't know how the fuck you like flying, dude. I do, but the the traveling has been, like I said, it's been easier with with this watch, and for, and for somebody that gets so geeky about pilot watches and <laughs> you know glycine airmen. Uh, and like GMT masters and stuff like that. I, I, I'm learning more and more how useful just like a rotating 12 hour bezel can be. I I've said it before with like the, the marathon pilot navigator, but it's, I don't know. It was just so practical to sit down, um, in my seat on the, on the airplane and just like, okay, let me get ready. And I just turn a bezel and that's it. That's <laughs> you so know? cool. So um, a, a lot of folks are probably interested. You've had the watch for a while. I think most people are sort of Dan Henry's. They look awesome. 
The price is great, but it's one of those things where, you know, what's the quality like? Having spent so much time with the watch now, how do you feel about the quality? Uh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't... I haven't questioned the quality at all. I haven't run into anything weird. Um, you know, the crown doesn't get stuck or anything that happens on like cheaper watches. Um, you know, like I said, my, my only real complaint is the, the loom. I wish maybe the loom could be a little bit brighter at mm -hmm. times, uh, but build quality is, is nice for, you know, 230 bucks. Um, that's so cool. Honestly, like at Windup, I handled some watches that were, say, like three, four hundred dollars more than this one, and I wouldn't say the quality was insanely like better. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's good. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about quality with Dan Henry, and like That's I said, true. he was he was so transparent about it with me, and he's like, look, I know these are cheap watches, uh, it shouldn't give you any problems, but if it does. Uh, send me an email. Uh, throw that one in the trash. <laughs> the the candor was so fucking refreshing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you'll you'll get a new one. You know, <laughs> that's so cool, man. I'm happy you're still liking that watch. You know, well, I'm like hoping said, that on. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, like I, you know, I have I have three other watches with me. Like I I got this Raven here. I I took the Raven uh, sailing one day. Ooh but, la la! You, you know, I didn't. You didn't bring your regatta timer. I didn't. No, I did not bring my uh, my Ulysse Nardin regatta <laughs> timer. One I don't know if I said that brand right. Ulysse Nardin. That sounds right. I don't, I'm still obsessed with that Ulysse Nardin freak. I shouldn't be. It's it's ridiculous, but I fucking love that watch. I do like the regatta timer. It's like a weird chronograph that counts like backwards. Uh, for like the time that you set it, and then when the race starts, it automatically like, like. I guess the gears turn around and then it starts counting forward like a regular chronograph. It's we, really cool to see. Can we create a complication that times something more realistic? Like, can we create like 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 an indigestion timer, something that like properly like like so you can time your 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 bouts of just bowel blocking indigestion? Do we have any like can can neurology do that? Or yeah, like a, or or a timer for like uh, spousal tantrums, <laughs> maybe. That'll, that'll be good. Like from the moment, it's just gonna get you in trouble after the first one. From the moment I say I bought another watch, uh, I start the timer. You just then... hit the timer. <laughs> Eventually, it'll become Pavlovian. She'll every time she sees you touch your watch, she's just gonna start screaming at you for no reason. Because <laughs> she'll associate every time I yell, he hits the button on his watch. You know, this is the real time she went to a different coast. The the, the real reason it's because I <laughs> I bought too many watches. What are the watches? So you have uh, you have your Dan Henry, you have your Raven. What else do you have with you? I have the Speedmaster here. Very cool. Very very. So cool. so the Dan Henry is beating out a Speedmaster right now. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here, folks. Value yeah. proposition. So there you go. Yeah, that's that's what I'm wearing, and it's it's been fun. I still love the watch. I'm thinking. You know what's funny about this um, watch? When we were at Windup. Uh, Terry from Toxic Natos kind of was like, yeah, those Dan Henry watches are really cool, mm. but the straps are like crazy cool. And I'm like, straps? Like, Interesting. Okay, so I like I I you know, I'm looking at the the nylon strap that this one comes with, and it was the first time I ever paid attention to the holes mm -hmm. in like a NATO or a nylon strap. And these are kind of like very pronounced, very detailed 
like square like punched holes in the strap and like they don't fray around the edges um like i said they're really pronounced so you're never gonna like miss one when you're strapping the watch on nice and and the buckle is like the buckle has like a built-in keeper and it hides the excess really really well so you don't have like a big tongue sticking out he called it like a dress nato but it's a single pass nylon strap which i i really like as well so maybe the next step is experimenting with straps i don't know hmm. I, but i really really like it on, so on cool. just the I, stock the stock dan henry nylon strap when you come uh, when you come for the wedding bring that watch I'll take, I'll take a closer look at it yeah no, it was great catching up with terry just because um hearing his perspective just on not the pieces but the straps also because he said the same thing to me about like uh, i'm not gonna say who but like other straps on watches around there it's like oh yeah it's cool but the holes suck and like he's kind of like pointing out these things about straps that, yeah the holes yeah that you interact with every day but you don't really necessarily understand or you take for granted it was like someone getting you to getting you to the getting you to admire the the, the cup holders in the back of the car you're about to buy it's like oh, right. those, those are kind of cool cup holders you know what i mean like it's it's it was it was it was, it was cool it was cool catching up with terry yeah you know? so that's that's another that's another really cool like almost like surprise feature with the Dan Henry, it comes with a leather strap. I just, I've never put it on. It came with two um, straps. Yeah. When you buy God, one, it comes so with cool. the nylon and it comes with the leather strap. Um, and like I said, you know, he, Dan Henry, he was so kind of overly obsessive with it. Like, like it had to fit me perfectly. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, that's kind of like the kind of service that he, he wanted to mm-hmm. give me when I was, when I was buying it then and there, which is really cool. Like, you know, this isn't a guy that just started a cheap watch brand to like, I don't know, make some extra cash. Like, you know, when he has the chance to interact with customers like face to face, he's he's going to make it a, a fun experience. And just yeah. seeing that enthusiasm for quality and and the, you know, the products that he's producing is really refreshing. Like I hey, said, it, we've said it before, you know, and, and I think this is why we have certain people on the show. Um it's kind of crazy to make the connection with the person mm. and and have that enhance uh, the way that you appreciate the product. So like, you know, with like the Raven, for example, and Steve and like how he's like a veteran of like the micro brand thing. It's yeah. like, it just makes you appreciate it more to like, I don't know, hang out with these people and, and see how they do things. I mean, it was incredible thing with, with with Dan Henry and him making sure that watch fit you. The reality is, he wanted you to be happy. Yeah, and it's like a flawless fit right now. It's it's so <laughs> it's so comfy. I love it. But yeah, that's that's what I'm wearing. Maybe I'll check out the website. See if anything cool is on there. I don't know. Yeah, see if he got any of those forty millimeter divers back in stock. Those things went like probably right, <laughs> like those, less those than a week or something. Out mad quick. Good, gr- yeah. a great price for an inch thirty five. You know. But uh, super, super cool. So before we get to the main topic, some things have happened. Some things have happened in the watch world. One of them is in regards to Swatch. One of them is in regards to Seiko. Which one would you like to talk about, Michael? Um, I think we can do the Swatch one first. The Swatch is kind of like a big surprise story. Um, impressive in some ways. Uh, strange in other ways swatch just released a regatta timer (laughs) you know they might have one actually if you dig god dig deep (laughs) um no so this week um 
it was announced that there would be a collaboration timepiece between Swatch and Hodinkee, um, you know, the watch publication. And the one thing that I really like about this is that I think I think Hodinkee has released, uh, man, I want to say like four or five like collaborations. And I know they did mm-hmm. one with Nomos. I think Nomos was one. I think Vashron was another. Um, I think there was a Resin, maybe. There was a Zenith. There was a Tag Heuer. Um, you know, but generally pretty expensive stuff. And and you can tell that a lot of people were complaining. You know, not about not being able to to get on and get in on these collaborations. And you know, I guess I guess right. they listened. <laughs> You know, because this is basically a, a Swatch, <laughs> a Swatch System Fifty One that's inspired by an older model that they kind of dug up from the archives and uh, produced as like a, mm-hmm. I think a non-limited collaboration for a hundred fifty bucks, which is the same same price as a regular System Fifty One. Uh, I think that part's pretty cool. Um, this thing is limited to like four pieces. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I don't think they've been very clear with it. I don't know. Um, but nothing nothing that I've seen has led me to believe that it's like super limited, like you know, that it would sell out like the speedy Tuesday uh speedmaster or something. <laughs> that was another fun one. That's a crazy Interesting. one. Interesting. What do you so so you know the idea behind it, the the everything like that. Let's get down to brass tacks. What do you think of the watch's look? Would you spend if you had 150 bucks? If someone broke into your home and snuck 150 dollars into your pocket, which is weird, would you spend it on this watch? Um, no, because I already have a System 51. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! God damn it, Michael! Get this, just <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, you are right. That that would not make sense. So the, no, there's there's some things just like design wise that that kind of I don't like. It I mean it, it looks it's a great looking watch, uh, but for me the sort of translucent plastic black of the case is kind of strange against the sunburst um, like champagne like mm-hmm. dial. Apparently this is the first time the System Fifty One uh, blends um, blends the two materials because I think usually they're all plastic like everything is plastic in the system the regular system 51 okay um so i guess maybe that's interesting to some people i Um, think the biggest draw of this watch you already said it for people who want actually get who want to feel like they're a part of like one of these collaborations i think it's probably one of the best priced watches out there regards to any type of watch um i'm not gonna say watch press outlet because that's not even applicable anymore watch uh watch website you know what I'm yeah. saying? I think yeah. yeah. I, I think watch belt that's appropriate. Um, it's probably the best priced. Hundred fifty I mean, bucks, man. I mean, we've 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 talked about this before. There there is um, there's kind of a transition into something that's becoming more of a lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I kind of look at this uh, and compare it to what Todd Snyder has been doing with Timex, for example. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like a trendy men's fashion name uh collaborating with super historic watch brand you know timex um and a lot of those models are super cool i mean we gave one away um so 
I th- I think that was that was the goal for them. It's kind of uh, I guess it's a fun move to try to spread the name mm. for them. Um and yeah, I I, I guess I I got to like I got to hand it to them for for keeping the price down. I when when I saw it I was like, "Oh, this is going to be like a $500 to <laughs> one." But but hey man, they I guess they heard what the people wanted and and did something. Uh, can you only buy this from Hodinkee? Um, I, there, like the shop and I think there's a limited, uh, availability in the actual Swatch Boutique in New York. So I think there's a big one in, in or around Times Square. I could be wrong, but, but the one, the biggest one in New York City. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm trying but no, to think of a... I, I wouldn't if I had a system 51 or not to answer your question, I, I wouldn't buy this watch for 150 bucks. Okay. You know, uh, Try- just, but just cause of the, the issue I have with the aesthetics. I'm trying to figure out a way to articulate how I feel <laughs> in a way that's productive. Does that make don't, sense? Don't hold back, man. This is, this is your show. <laughs> This is this is definitely not my show. This is this is you saying nice things and me talking about my dick every five minutes just to <laughs> no. keep folks laughing. That's what the show. I know. I I know. I know what I am. I'm very aware of what I am. If there was a, if there was a show with a bunch of seals and three of the seals were on point and they got all their tricks right, you need a fourth seal who's just retarded. I'm the wait, retarded seal. Wait, are you talking like seals like at a show like a or like Navy seals? What are like, you, like seals, seals? like at, at, at like at like Sea World or Sea Parks. Oh, like Sea uh, Sea Parks. <laughs> a fire at the Sea. I parks. was just gonna, dude. I have been watching. I have been watching IT Crowd. Like, <laughs> poor Becky has just been listening to me watch that fucking show back to like back to back all the time. It's a very strange place for a fire at the Sea Parks. <laughs> it's such a good show, man. To yeah. all the water. Um. <laughs> I think not just indicative of this watch, but of most watch collaborations, it's a conflict of interest for a watch press outlet to sell a watch about a brand they're supposed to be critical of. Not in like a, not critical in a derogatory way, critical in a way where it's informing users and trying to educate them to be smart consumers. It's a conflict of interest in that goal, because in my opinion, that's what a good watch press outlet or any type of press outlet is supposed to do. Like any type of niche journalism or anything like that, it's supposed to educate consumers or just readers or anyone who's interested in knowledge. If your goal is to educate, that goal is diluted if you're also trying to sell something. Does that make I sense? I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. And in that sense, it's going to be kind of an uphill battle. Um, you know, some it's going to catch with some people. It's just not for others. Yeah. Um, so but. that's, I think aesthetically, if I wanted a watch like this, I feel like I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I It doesn't do anything for me. I think, like you said, you hit it nail on the head. I mean, the only reason that it has precedence is this is not going to attract Swatch fans. It's going to attract Hodinkee readers who want to get in on like the 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 collaboration action without spending seven thousand dollars on like a zenith or so over the I, I i don't know what the fuck that watch cost but like you know what i'm saying 
Right. There, there's one thing that I kind of like uh, on this one more than my System 51. Mm-hmm. My System 51 has like cardboard leather. It's like for the strap. It's kind of, it's really weird. Um, I think this one has black rubber for the strap. And that's... Uh, looks like it. Yeah, that's something that's something that I wish mine had. And there, I mean, there, there are a ton of versions of the System 51 now. It used to be just the black, red, and blue, and white. Yeah, I'm interested in getting one of the metal ones. Have you seen those? Yeah, the metal. I haven't worn. I haven't warmed up to the metal ones because when I think swatch, I think something that's like proudly plastic. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Take solace uh, in that the movement is probably still plastic. <laughs> no, yeah. Exactly. Definitely. <laughs> no, I. I might. I might actually. I've toyed around with getting the white one, which mm. is like, I guess like the least manly one out there. <laughs> you gotta look at it. Um, but yeah, overall, I... over, it's it's a fun watch. This, you know, this I'm sure a ton of people are gonna like it. It's got a vintagey like vibe, which is popular with with their readers. Um, but like I said, there's for me, there's a visual clash with the the sort of champagne burst effect of the dial mm-hmm. and just the very stark plastic black of yeah, the yeah. case. No, I hear yeah. you. I hear you. I'm looking at this thing right now. Um, I've never, so I've never handled one of these before. That crown looks a little small and I'm pretty sure it's indicative of all system 51s. Is this thing a manual wind as well as an automatic? Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can manually wind it. Yeah. Really? That's it's, cool. it's about the same size as mine. Um, it's not too hard. Kind of, kind of switching between the settings is always a little sticky on mm. mine. Um, maybe some people can weigh in if they have a System 51. But um, you know, like I said, I had a couple problems with my first System 51, and basically the warranty on those things is two years, like no questions asked. So you can just right. walk in and be like, man, it's not working. And they're like, okay, here's a new one. <laughs> so because they're made, because they're made of like 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 refuse grocery bags, dude. Like it, it, it costs them five cents to make these watches, probably. You know? Yeah, yeah. But but I still I still admire the process. I I just think it's so cool that it it actually is fully like automated production. Yeah, I think I I think it's super cool. It just in yeah. regards also it being the whole swiss watch thing so it checks off so this i mean okay so you know just looking looking at it on paper this watch does check off a lot of boxes so uh affordable swiss made hodinky collaboration if that's important to someone for whatever reason you know i could see it working for some folk not for me the watch also wasn't designed for me because i'm i'm just a neurological asshole that's just how it is that's that's that's, that's the hand i've been dealt you know so, <laughs> but pretty cool Pretty cool. Shall we? Shall we move on to the other watch news? Yeah. Do you you want you want to take charge of this one? <laughs> I'm not really sure. I'm very confident in it. But uh, so Seiko <laughs> released a bunch of mini 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 turtles. Uh, no one asked for it. They didn't tell anyone they did it. Uh, it just kind of happened. So they released a was it 42.5 millimeter. Yeah, let me open up the page here. So basically, if if you kind of hang out on YouTube and um, you know waste a lot of time watching watch videos like I do, uh, you might have stumbled across some some channels that talked about uh, smaller new Seiko turtles, and uh, they kind of just appeared out of nowhere. 
in classic Seiko fashion. Um, SRP C35K1, SRP C3, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see. I think uh, they're... 40, yeah, 42.3. Is that what you said? I think that's what you said. Uh, yeah, I said 42.3 or 42.5. I, 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 whatever the wrong answer is, that's the one that I said. That's, that's, that's just how I've learned it works. <laughs> I think it's interesting. I think it's cool because, well, well, no, it's weird because no one, I feel like, and I could totally be wrong, no one, I've never heard anyone complain about the size of the turtle. It's I didn't four, ask. I didn't ask for this. It's four, I don't, no one I don't asked know if for anyone it. did. No. It's four, <laughs> so the regular turtle is 44 millimeters, which on paper looks like uh, a lot. But when you wear it, I mean, like most Seiko cases, it's contoured so well to where it just wears perfectly. You know what I Correct. mean? Yeah. So I don't know um, what the fuck this this watch is doing. I'm not really sure. I'm not, I'm not sure what kind of what they're trying to offer here. I think if you want some like 42 millimeter dive watch from Seiko, uh, I mean you can always buy an SKX or you can buy one of the reinterpretation modern 62 MAS models that are also around 42 millimeters. What's interesting here is that it's kind of like a turtle shape, but the crown is at three o'clock. Yeah. Which is a little visually strange for me. The markers are pretty cool. I like that. Um and it's got a it's got a cyclops. They look, they look like they look like they look like Doug Funny's teeth. <laughs> they do. <laughs> like someone just took a plier of that motherfucker's skull and just stuck him in a wall. Why am I talking this is the second episode in a row we've talked about teeth as markers in a watch. The first time might have been my fault. The first, well, no, that was Paris Hilton's fucking cursed dog. I, I egged you on. That was. Did you? I don't even know. Me. That's that's that's. See, I I am the TBWS gimp. Like I'm here for people to just do things at and towards and with for enjoyment. That's, that's fine. not true, Gaz. That's, we all we all love you. Except what I am. It's it's, it's easier this way. I, I'm also very hungry. <laughs> 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 but um. I, I, I also think it's psychological. I think I think the watch fam might have made a mistake. Not a mistake. Uh, calling it the mini turtle immediately connotes an association with the regular turtle, which might kind of be unfair to this watch. I don't know. Because Seiko is not associating it with a turtle, right? I see. I, I mean, I don't think they've ever even acknowledged that <laughs> name or any of these names. I hate Seiko. God damn it, dude. It's a pain <laughs> in my fucking ass, man. But um, I think... So okay, you, so you have a turtle. You tell me, is the bezel this undersized on the regular size turtle? Because no, I feel this, like the this bezel, bezel is, is a little. It's a little different here. I think yeah. the bezel comes out a little bit more on mine, and the uh, what do you call it? The teeth on the side are mm -hmm. different. Um, no, this this looks this looks like a totally different watch. I I, I can see why people are calling them like mini turtles, mm -hmm. but I, I think Seiko's trying to like come out with something else i don't think i don't think there's anything in seiko's history that looks like this i don't know if they ever produced a watch with this case in this size uh so yeah i'm i'm, I'm kind of lost i know a lot of people are lost like let's, i said none bucket, of us asked for this <laughs> we didn't ask for this bucket let's rename the watch right now what are we going to name this watch i don't know seiko slammer like a Pollock Slammer. The Seiko Slammer? <laughs> I think Seiko Slammer is awesome. 
It's got to be something else. Like, uh, like we have the samurai, we have the shogun. Uh, Seiko gimp. No, no, I've already, I've already made a gimp joke. Um, the, the Seiko leper. <laughs> Seiko. <laughs> I'm gonna get every single one of these mini turtle Seiko lepers and make a and make a leper colony. I'm gonna have a watch box just full of the Seiko lepers. Oh man, what do I you really- think of that Cyclops? That looks kind of weird. Oh my god, it has a Cyclops. I yeah, didn't even fucking realize that. Yeah, it's hard to spot at first, but it's, that's it's a perfect circle. It's not even like in uh, like a like a straight edged sort of thing that you normally see like on my on my squale. Squale. Sorry. Yeah. Um why is that there? You know what I did ask for? What did you ask for? A 62 MAS that I can afford. Did Seiko? you get that? I did not. I got I got the Seiko Leper instead. <laughs> we got to keep calling it the Seiko Leper. <laughs> it's so unfair. Poor poor little watch. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll wait to see some wrist shots. You know, maybe maybe That's somebody. That's what I want to see. I want to see yeah, some maybe, wrist shots. You know, I mean, we're we're not we're definitely not being fair. Like looking at these stock because Seiko. If there's one thing Seiko is guilty of, is definitely. Uh, you know, not really doing their watches justice in, mm-hmm. in the photos that they use. <laughs> so, yeah, it might be fun watches. Who knows? Yeah. I want to see some wrist shots. I think that'll definitely help. But I will say, uh, off the bat, not, like, super excited. I don't know. Yeah. You know? The, they did the same thing recently with a bunch of those solar chronographs, too. They really? came out with Yeah, they came out with a rose gold one. They came out with, like, a Pepsi one. They came out with... One that has like a lime green like segment to the bezel. Isn't it the same bullshit they pulled with the uh, not the presage? Well, it's part of the presage line, but the cocktail time isn't there like forty different? Isn't it now the Seiko cocktail uh, Black Bay? Isn't that what it's called now? There's like forty five. <laughs> well, no, that that was actually no, that was a big thing at Basel World. That yeah, that news was formally announced. Uh, during like the actual watch news season. <clears throat> so, like, oh, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I can look at that and say this is okay. That's a Seiko 2017 Basel release. They came out with like two new ones that it's like two new like cocktail drinks like randomly. Um, those were kind of weird, but then again, some brands do release new stuff uh, towards like the end of the year. Seiko, you if you're do? if you're listening, Seiko, Mister Mister Thomas Ford Seiko the third. I don't know what the fuck his name is. If you're listening. You're missing a big opportunity with making the Seiko cocktail time sake bomb. <laughs> I think if you theme one of these cocktail times after the sake bomb, I think you're sitting on a gold mine, sir. That's just that's, that's where, just that's my take. That's where you have to like slam the table, right, until it falls in. The watch. Oh yeah, yeah. So you take the you take the shot of of whatever disgusting drink you want. I, I guess you say it's sake. And you balance it on top of two chopsticks that are on top of a glass of like beer or whatever, and you hit the table. You hit the table until the 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 the, the, the little cup of sake loses balance and falls into the cup of beer or whatever. So I think to really carry that theme over into the Seiko cocktail time sake bomb, I think in order to wind the watch, you have to hit it against the table. Perfect. Hard. Yeah. Hard. Like don't 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 wuss out on me now, guys. You hit the shit out of that watch on the table. That's the only way that's the only way it's gonna charge. The 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 dia shock is included, of course. 
But yeah, I mentioned season wrist shots. Uh, I want to give the watch a shot. I'm not excited about. It. I see. I'm, so so I, I think it's easy for me because I just rationalized this in like in like a, in, in like a nanosecond. I said in my brain, "Well, Kaz, you're not fucking excited about anything." That's not true. I was fucking super amped about the the reissue of the World Time with the kinetic movement. That World Time GMT, the Seiko one. Also not formally announced. No, no, no. They just that was just Tuesday. So they just decided to release a new watch. It doesn't matter. It, it's all it's all meaningless. But I got super excited about that watch. That's super cool to me. Not really excited about this watch. So I don't think I'm a jaded piece of shit. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that watch for 150 bucks, if not God like 160. So there you go. I would versus, spend, versus the System 51. I would spend 150 bucks and burn my own home down. <laughs> on that fucking Seiko World Time, as opposed to that Odinky System Fifty One thing, <laughs> burn my fucking home to the gr- cinders and memories would just be all that's left when I'm done with my home. You know what I'm saying? There you God go. Damn it, man. <sighs> okay, is it time? Shall we transition to the main topic? I think it's time. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. We got got time to fit in some some awful stories i think it's i think it's, i'm excited I, just, I, li- I don't know why i'm excited i just like the idea of just sharing negativity i think there's just something fun about the idea of just talking about things that have gone wrong even though i feel like we talk about things that go wrong <laughs> a lot anyway um the couple of stories that i have are very are very very specific um because I think in the past, so, you know, the, so just to reiterate, the main topic of the show is our worst memories in neurology. In the past, I've said some that are really awful. So my Panerai AD story was pretty fucking horrible. The time we were in Bal Harbor and the the, 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 the French NPC threw us out of Tourneau or, to, or, to, or, or whatever the fuck it's called. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Not even, I not, not even threw us out. It just glitched and followed us around, repeating the same thing over and over again. <laughs> like a piece of shit, you know? Um, yeah. Those were bad memories, but I specifically chose some things that were a bit more like personal. You know what I mean? Uh, but I've been I've been talking way too much. Do you want to share the first your first memory? I, I also just want to iterate. This is probably a topic we'll do multiple parts of. <laughs> we'll probably do another episode of this. Who knows? Yeah, mine mine is really quick. But it, so you you pitched this topic. Um, not really pitched, but you, like you kind of just told me about. I pitched it. it. I put together a storyboard. I put together a, a one-sheeter. You know what I mean? Uh, I did an elevator pitch lead at the top as well. I really wanted to I wanted to zhuzh it up. You know what I mean? I think the people know that we are not that prepared. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an organized show. No, no. Just two dudes hanging out, man. You should see my mic stand right now. <laughs> um. So, yeah, this memory kind of came to mind and it turns out that it's actually a, a very very early memory mm. um for middle school uh i want to say like sixth grade so i went to like a very small catholic middle school and the scheduling was like very structured and the one thing that i really remember is that we had recess like every day we had recess okay it was for some reason after lunch did you have recess after lunch yeah wouldn't wouldn't everyone vomit exactly so (laughs) i never got that part um i'm sure a ton of kids puked everywhere but whatever but yeah in kind of like sixth grade seventh grade uh for some reason my parents got me a watch and it was a really generic fossil diver cool and 
what I remember is a lot of the boys in the school like had watches and I guess my parents saw that. I was like, Oh, we got to get him a watch. Like he should like start learning how to tell time. Cause I only had like digital watches before. Right. Um, and then I think it was during a game of kickball, um, during recess, <laughs> the big red ball actually hit my wrist with the watch. Oh no. Dude, and that thing just flat out exploded. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so like, like both spring bars on both sides just completely detached, and just like the watch head was like it just fell off. Like it fell <laughs> off of my wrist in like two pieces. And like in my head, like being that young, like I don't know about spring bars and how they work and how, what a watch head is. I was just like, my watch exploded. <laughs> so like, I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. No, you you laugh. I hope you. I hope you're all laughing at me. Um, oh no. So this, but this, I I don't really talk about it much. But this is kind of like, oh man, this is sort of, this. This became so ingrained in in me, like growing up as as a person that's into watches that appreciate appreciates watches. I always sort of like evaluate watches with this mental like durability test. Like, oh, this Rolex Hulk sub probably wouldn't do that if a kickball hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Screw Cosk. Send it to Michael, and we'll kick a bunch of balls at it. All right, like the red kickball, the funk, those those red those red fucking like like like, like that, that that's what you're talking about, right? Those balls. Yep. The you you got the sound perfectly. <laughs> I was the, the fat one. kid in dodgeball, so I got hit a lot. So I got I got very well acquainted with that sound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but it was so tra- it was so traumatic. Like it, like my heart just hurt when it happened. <laughs> it still it still kind of stings to think about it. To see like a watch just melt off your wrist. <laughs> That's terrifying. So what? So it hit the watch. I guess the watch just did catastrophic failure. Catastrophic spring bar failure, and it was like, you know, looking back, it it was probably a pretty cool generic fossil diver. It was like a sub clone. Um, I remember it had like a deep navy like sunburst dial to it. Um, you know, I wore it on a bracelet, which was probably like really funny looking as like a like a little kid. Um, but yeah, it got hit. So what and happened? It did not survive. What happened afterwards? It you, was you picked after, up the pieces. It was no, no, no. It was chaos because it was all in the grass, and I'm just like oh, I'm no. trying to I'm trying to find these like little pieces of this watch like in the grass, and I just like gave up. And oh like, no, little Michael. I think I just like threw the watch away. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I did. That's awful, man. I think I think I put it in my drawer and many years later I found it just in the same condition and I just threw the watch away. Jeez. <laughs> it was such a painful memory. I'm like, I'm not even gonna try to fix this. That sucks. That's heavy. That's mine. You're next. The first one that I thought of when the idea popped into my head, it's a very it's a very personal one and it's it's it was just so usually when something I feel like usually when like a bad memory happens or something bad happens, you can like blame it on someone else. So like you and this kickball thing, you can blame it on whatever piece of shit kicked the ball at you, right? You know what I mean? Rodrigo. We're looking at you, Rodrigo. Piece of <laughs> shit. 
I don't know. So I'm <laughs> I'm sorry if there's a listener named Rodrigo. I don't I don't fucking know, dude. I don't even know my own name sometimes. But um, but this memory I specifically kind of focused on it because there was no one to blame for it being a bad memory except myself. There's no one no one else's fault. So this is I would consider this very very early in Rivka history. So if you're just tuning in the show for the first time, you're not familiar. Rivka is um. Is a watch project I'm starting. It's basically the idea of a, of a 3D printed watch. Everything I'm assembling and creating myself, except for the crystal and the movement. The movement is a Vostok 2409. Um, although some early adopters are opting for different movements, which is totally cool. So it's that idea. But the idea, I think I revealed it on air on episode 28 or 29 when I had my mental breakdown at work. Like that, like the day after, I think I had a mental oh, breakdown at work. yeah. Yeah. And and I think I was talking about the the, the Rivka watch project then, but the but the idea of the three D printed watch has existed in me. I mean, really, ever since I started thinking about watches and collecting watches, because I've been three D printing for a while. And so early on, when I got into watches, I'm just like, it can't be that hard to like three D print something like this, you know? I mean, little did I know, it's it's fucking extremely it's extremely difficult. Um, but if anything, if there's anything I've learned with Rivka, it's that it's really a testament to if you're starting a business idea or if you're starting a project, you have to accept that sometimes the idea will change, but your passion has to stay the same. Now, when I say the idea change, not in that, oh, I wanted to make watches before, but now I'm going to make candles. Not like that, but like sometimes you have to problem solve and troubleshoot certain situations. And so... That's been the biggest learning experience in Rivka. It's every time I encounter a problem, troubleshoot, work around, don't lose the passion, figure out a way to keep forward momentum. And so the watch memory, my worst watch memory or horology memory I want to talk about is the first roadblock I ever encountered uh, with Rivka. And so this was years and years ago. This is when Michael and I were still working together. So what year was that, Michael? That was 2014, 15? I think it's 2014, yeah. Jesus Christ, it feels like a feels longer. <laughs> feels like a different lifetime ago, man. Um, I just thought about the idea of, of 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 3D printing a watch. I really, at the time, I don't even think I knew that much about Russian watches. This is how long ago it was. Um, knew a little bit about watches, knew a little bit about movements, and I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I can design something in CAD that would just hold a movement. That's not a big deal. I think I think that's not going to be a big deal at all, you know. So I went online. And I bought, um, oh, I should have Googled it before I talked talk, talk about it, whatever. I bought a Miyota 8 series, but it was like a skeleton. So it was like the Miyota 8, 9, or 8, N, whatever the fuck it was. So Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about. So it was a, it was a Miyota 8 series. It was like a skeleton uh, movement. I didn't know anything about skeleton movements. I don't know what the fuck. I just bought it because I thought it looked cool. I paid, I overpaid for it on eBay. I paid like like 80 or 90 bucks for it. You know what oh I mean? God. Which is a ridiculous price. <laughs> oh, I know. But I was so excited because in my mind, I'm going to get the movement. It's going to come to my front door. I'm going to open it out of the package. I'm going to put it in the watch. And then and then doves are going to be released. And the watch is going to work perfectly. And I'll never have to buy another watch ever again. Like, I just, like, that was the order of operations. Receive movement, put in watch, profit. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> And so I was watching the tracking. I was waiting for this thing to get here. And I just kept building up all these expectations in my mind. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And then eventually the movement came. It was waiting for me on my door. 
uh, when I was still living at Davie, I walked up the stairs and I turned the corner and I saw it and I'm like, pay dirt, pop jack, let's do this, man. And so I got the package. I went to my desk at the time where I was, you know, living in and uh, I remember I was, it was, it was late at night because I got home and it was dark in the room except for one lamp and I'm looking at it and I open it and I have this little case that I printed. I thought it was the coolest case ever. Looks nothing like the Rivka case now. And I took the movement and I took the case and I tried putting them together and it just didn't fit. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, I'm like, okay, maybe I can like, maybe I can like shave it. Maybe I can like shave it with like a knife or something like that. You know what I mean? Wait, sh- shave, shave the case? The case. Yeah. Okay. Not the movement. No, I'm not that ambitious. And so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to like scrape the sides of the watch case or whatever. And then like as more and more failures pile up on top of one another, I'm realizing I'm just having a panic attack. Like I am just having a panic attack because it didn't work. It didn't work the way it worked in my head. The way it worked in my head was much smoother and there was a lot more naked people. It was a very much an idealized situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, it's always bad when when you're the only naked person. Yeah, you never want to be the only naked dude in the room. All right, man. <laughs> Scraping a watch case you printed to fit a movement you paid way too much money for. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm scrapping. I'm trying to make it work, and I don't. I don't know what to do. And I remember there was uh, this was the first time this ever ever happened. I'm looking at the case. I'm looking at the movement. The movement has a whole bunch of like like random shavings from the watch because I didn't try shaving the watch and I didn't clean it properly. And I felt a sense of just just dropping dread in my torso, just that feeling of your gut sinking. And it was the first time I ever, ever contemplated giving up the uh, the 3D printed watch. That was the first, first time ever. First roadblock, first time I ever contemplated giving up on Rivka. I remember I was sitting there and I was staring at the pieces and I was staring at the pieces and then uh, I, I I just went I just went to bed. I just went to bed and I was so upset. Like I I just constantly felt like my body was covered in sweat. Like I was having like a panic attack. I was so crushed. It was, I, the, the memory is still very, very fresh. But the next morning I woke up, I had to go to work, and the whole day I was sitting I was sitting at work, I was sitting in the office. And I just kept obsessing over it, obsessing over it. And then I had an idea. I'm like, oh, well, what if I tried doing this? What if I did this in CAD? Now that I know the movement has these like little steps in it, maybe I can make it fit better, so on and so forth. And it was the first time I ever really started working and actually trying to make the idea work as opposed to just being an idiot who thought he had a great idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that yeah. was probably, I think that's probably the worst memory. Well, one of the, one of the worst memories in neurology I ever had. The first time, the first time something went wrong with Rivka before it was even Rivka watches. I'll never, that was, that was, but I, 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 no one to blame but myself. No one to blame but myself and my stupid, stupid expectations of how I want things to go. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm getting sad. This episode. It was horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it worked. I mean, it worked out. I mean, everything right now is going great with Rivka. I mean, you know, I've I, so many of you guys, roughly twenty-seven to be precise, are are early adopters, working with everyone who signed up to do individual renders. And I'm also working on preset options that I want to, you know, maybe try and open up things for in the next few months once these early adopter pieces are all completed and everything like that. Like everything right now with Rivka is going is going really good. But it's, it's 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 something I kind of want to make folks conscious of because I wasn't conscious of it when I first started that like 
what's it? Uh, there was someone. I think he was a. There's a general. Might have been on the Axis. Might have been one of the bad guys. Not bad guys. That that's a relevant term in war. But one of the people in one of the wars, world wars, who was a bad guy. Fuck it. I think he. <laughs> okay. there's, there's really there's no winning, man. I think he has a quote. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. If, if I'm getting it totally wrong, and it was someone else that was not a bad guy. Are we the baddies? Sorry. Uh, it's two British show references. Um, <laughs> no plan survives the battlefield, which is also very akin to a quote from Mike Tyson that I love. Uh, everyone has a plan till they get punched in the face. <laughs> I like that one yep. a lot too. It's uh, it's something that I, I'm constantly having to reevaluate and internalize every time I reach a roadblock with Rivka. Because after that first one, which is one of my worst memories in neurology ever... Every day, I reach a, I reach some kind of roadblock with Rivko, but I know I'm going to get through it as long as I just keep the passion and keep forward momentum. There is always a solution. It's a it's cliche as fuck, but there is always a solution. You just have to be willing to find it. So that's I've been talking way too much, but that's that's I'll never forget that. That was and that was really early on in my watch collecting kind of. Uh, it feels weird to say history, but my watch collecting passion. So I think that's why uh, that's why it always stuck with me. I'll never forget that fucking room, that room I used to work in. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what else? What else? What other? What other horrible, <laughs> horrible watch memories do you have? And this this episode is gonna drive me to drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's about it's about it's almost bedtime. You can, you can do a sweet nightcap. Well, yeah. your in laws probably don't keep booze. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> Let's meet halfway in Fort Pierce and just drink ourselves to death at one of the rest stops on the turnpike, on the Florida turnpike. How's that sound? Yeah, it'll, it'll be like 4 a.m. by the time we meet up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that'll be so cool, man. I mean, uh, that would be great. But yeah, no, what what else you got in the in the, in the, in the watch? In the sad box? In the watch horology sad box. <laughs> well, this, this was pretty recent, and... Um... It's kind of it's kind of related to our our AD experiences episode, mm. and I remember uh, part of that episode where where you were like, "Man, Mike, like things usually go pretty well for you when you <laughs> when you walk into these these watch places and, and just I guess have a good time." Um, but I think uh, mm-hmm. so. This was in October, I remember, because it was it was on my birthday. And <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it, it was it was my birthday, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna walk into I'm gonna walk into town and I'm gonna check out this uh, this like family jeweler that I guess had like you know they carry Seiko Citizen um, all the way up to like solid gold Rolexes and some other crazy stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in there and just waste some time and try on some watches. Um, so this was basically the first time that I was politely shooed out. <laughs> of a store like an alley cat he rubbed <laughs> up a newspaper he scared you with it um I'm, I'm typically a pretty uh pretty polite person i'd say i, I try I to think be you're very polite i think you're very very polite <laughs> um so yeah i, I kind of walked in and i was greeted by this like this just big dude who i guess was part of the family that has owned this place for many many years Mm-hmm. You know, one of these jewelers that like set themselves up in like the seventies or whatever, um, and kind of like right away, the first case that you see was like a ton of like old, actually old Citizen and old Seiko, like so much that I was like, 
I have to like not look at this case right now because I'm never going to leave and I'm going <laughs> to ask him to try everything on. Um, and then out of nowhere, the guy just kind of, he engaged in some pretty like some pretty geeky, just like watch talk. Okay. And now like, you know, for us, this happens once a week, we get into like some serious geeky watch talk, uh, for a bit and it's really refreshing. So, um, I don't really do it with anyone else. I don't know if you do in like your regular day to day. No. Um, but you know, when he kind of engaged in this, I was like, Oh, you want to go? You want to do, <laughs> do this? Do you know who the fuck you're tussling with motherfucker? So I guess, I guess I just started chatting it up, man. Um, uh, probably partly because I'm like an introvert and you're only going to get me talking if it's like something that, really interests me right um and then all of a sudden he's like hey man i'm gonna like show you some stuff uh and so we sat down and he brought he brought out like an iwc pilot chronograph some like weird solid gold daytona that like costs more than like where i live um (laughs) and a green hulk sub oh geez and like something else and I guess we were just talking. He was he started talking about how he gets a ton of stuff in and yada yada. And something changed. And before I knew it, he had gotten up and I had gotten up and he had kind of like waddled me out of the door. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was like a complete. Uh, it was a complete one eighty. And I was like trying to figure out how I insulted him because his t- his tone just completely changed out of nowhere. Um, and I told you, and I spent many, many nights kind of like long nights just thinking about it. What did I do? Right. What happened? (laughs) And I think back to this one moment and it was the moment that I turned the bezel on the Submariner. His face just totally changed. Oh no, really? He did not like that. I did that. Did he not know that it could do that? The discussion completely changed. He started putting everything in boxes and kind of everything I said was just like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, like, here's my card. Uh, you give me a call if anything. <laughs> here's my card. Go fuck yourself. Uh, okay. You know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't wasting his time or anything. Cause I was actually, they have, um, they have a few of those Seiko kinetic GMTs, uh, Sweet. in that same case for a pretty good price. And you, you can try them on and stuff. Um, so I was actually thinking about purchasing something right then and there. Cause you know, it's my birthday, whatever. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that really, really pissed him off for That's some so really weird reason. If <laughs> and any, I, I'm sorry. No, I, I still, I still can't figure it out. Like maybe he thinks like that devalues the watch or something. I, it just, I feel like that's the same train of thought where, if you honk the horn in a car during a test drive, you bought it. You know what I mean? I, I don't Does know. that happen? No, no, that's, <laughs> that, 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 that's a logical thing. No, that, that's flawed thinking. Um, if anyone in the watch fam has insight on that, that's hilarious. Like, are we the, not supposed to do that? Does that yeah. like devalue the watch? Yeah, The and the only other thing that I kind of noticed uh, that like made him, unc- I, I think, I think he didn't expect me to get as deep into certain topics as I did. Yeah, well, you're not a fucking orological civilian, dude. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, but he was, he was kind of, you know, he was chatting it up too. So whatever, I guess it's time. But yeah, after, after I turned that bezel, everything changed. And before I knew it, I was basically kicked out of that store. Um, you know, it's, it's different with like chronographs and stuff. I, I'll usually ask like before winding something, cause with vintage watches, you, you gotta be careful. Oh yeah. Uh, some chronographs too. Um, you know, but I, I was just kind of like holding it in conversation. I just started twisting that bezel and like, nope. Which <laughs> sub? That I was which, which which sub was it? It was it was the green the green dial green bezel Hulk they call it. <laughs> yeah. So like a I think retail on those is like nine thousand fifty. It's a drop. Just a drop. It's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> That's so interesting. I wonder why. Yeah, if anyone and I feel I feel bad. I feel bad, and maybe maybe I'm the douchebag for doing no, that. No, no, we, sh- sh- we shouldn't have to have this conversation. You are not, you are not the aggressor here. It's not your fault. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have a Matt Damon Rob Williams experience right now. It is not your fault. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Not your fault. That's such a powerful scene, man. It was excellent. It's so it's so. Tr- I feel like it's very trifle to be like. Satirizing the scene, but it was a really good scene. <laughs> it's very good. But uh that's so strange. If anyone is inside, if anyone works in sales, I feel like some of y'all work in sales. Uh if you have any insight on that, definitely let us know. That's I've I've never I've never heard that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's got some weird quirk about that. It's also entirely possible. Maybe he was hitting on you. Did you get did you get that kind of vibe? No, no, I didn't. Uh you know, if he was I'm flattered. <laughs> I guess I yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, 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 yeah. If anyone has any insight on that, that's just interesting. Yeah. How about you? Anything else? Oh, I got one more. And it's a short one too. It's good. Cause I'm looking at the time right now. So this is, this one I wanted to highlight because, um, sort of, again, this, this, this worse, this bad experience, uh, in urology is sort of my fault, sort of my fault. And it also illustrates that with USSR watches, cause this is a, this is a Soviet watch story. You could do all your research. All the pictures can look great. The seller could have great rating. Everything could look right, but sometimes things just won't work out. So um, there was. Uh, so everyone knows about the Slava Medical, but you know Slava's the brand. Medical is the is the watch. I mean, not not everyone knows about that. So people who are, I, I, I'm, I'm presuming or assuming, presuming, per, us, mm, mm. I don't know which one is which. Either way, uh, the Slava Medical is a watch that I've been looking for for a long time. It's the only mechanical pulse meter that uh, USSR created during its time. Really, really cool watch. Slava as a brand is interesting because they don't really have a lot of iconic watches. Um, there's the there's the there's the medical. There's a couple other ones. Uh, the probably the cooler thing. It's not really an iconic watch. It's more of an iconic sort of movement. It's the two four one four. Uh, the Slava 2414, really, really cool movement. Um, it has two um, two mainspring barrels in it, but they're not like larger than normal. It's like two small mainspring barrels with the same amount of power as one large mainspring barrel. I have no idea why they did it like that. It might have been uh, it's second Moscow watch factory, so it might have been based off a lip, up a lip movement. I don't know. Hmm. Um, so that movement's always interesting to me. And so I was looking around on eBay. Uh, and I was scrolling around and I saw a really interesting watch that had the 2414. And the only reason it was interesting and I was attracted to it is it was a Slava watch and it had a dial that looked like, um, it's not jade. It's like fake jade. I can't remember. It's like, uh, I, I, I've seen those. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. You've shown them to me. Okay. So, looking at that watch, the reason I was attracted to that watch is because, and I think this is why Slava did it, because Slava was very much, um, a lot of their lines were very similar to Pabetta in that they were very available to people. I think Slava did a watch that looked like that to sort of be a strange, this is just my theory, a strange internal homage to another more expensive watch. So this is, uh, uh, so Riketa, the Petrovitz or Petrovoretz factory, sorry, Petrovoretz factory, um, where Riketa was made and is made, has existed since the 1700s. It's probably like the oldest factory, I think, in, in Russia. But it, wouldn't, it didn't always make watches. Initially, they did uh, gems. They did gems for like displays and like decorative stuff. And then eventually they did gemstones for uh, precision mechanics for bearings. Like they actually like use like jewels like for that kind of shit. And then they transitioned into watches. But, to com but in the 80s and the 70s and the 60s when Riketa was starting to kind of commemorate their gem making history, Riketa made entire watches out of like jade. <laughs> That's nuts. It's ugly as hell, but I really want one. They're very rare. They're very rare. The case is jade. The dial is jade. The bracelet is jade. They've also done some, I think, like amberite dials or no tiger eye. They did the tiger eye dials. The gemstone raquettas are very weird. They're very, very strange. Um, they're sort of rare. So anytime they do pop up, they're super expensive. Uh, they've also Riketa's also done wooden watches. Before was cool. I'm looking at you, Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, so they did this Jade watch, and then there's this Slava watch, which has a dial that sort of looks like this Riketa. I'm not going to find this fucking Riketa Jade watch anytime soon. It's just not going to... They're just, they're just too rare. It's not going to happen. The only time I ever saw one was like an obscure, I think, German auction site, and it was like $1,000 USD. Jeez. Which is just ridiculous. That's a ridiculous price. It's probably, I mean, it's probably appropriate because it is a very rare watch, but I'm just, I'm not about to drop Oris money on something like that. You know what I mean? Right. That's, not, that's, not, that's not even Oris money. That's more like Squally money, like Squally Atmos money. Yeah. You know? But I can afford this Slava 2414 with a fake ass <laughs> metal dial that made to look like stone. So I bought the watch. Yeah, I think it was like 20 or 30 bucks. And then the way it works when you buy a watch an old Soviet watch from Russia or Bulgaria or Czech or wherever the fuck, is you buy it, a month passes, and you forget you ever made the purchase. <laughs> and then another month passes, and it's just magically on your doorstep, covered in stamps from countries you didn't even know existed, like AHRU, and just fucking places. You're like, wow, I didn't know this was like an actual recognized country. You know what I mean? And The, then watch, the watch came like ocean freight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Like, like the watch has been through a journey, an Oregon Trail, to reach me. You know what I mean? It beat cholera. It forded the river. All its family members died, but it made it to my doorstep. You know. And so I opened. I'm sorry. I opened the. I loved Oregon Trail when I was a kid. <laughs> I uh, I got the package. I'm like, oh fuck, that's right. I totally forgot about this thing. I opened it up. It's beautiful. It's in a gold case. The dial is gorgeous. The, the the watch winds really, really well. Everything looks super, super clean. And I'm like, okay, it's time to set the time. It's time to set the time. I pull out the crown. I go to undo the time. And the hands just totally fly off. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> the 
they just fly off like it was the most like it's the most natural thing in the world to do like confetti on the wind they're just off and i'm like oh jesus christ <laughs> my heart totally sank i did all my research the watch was right the movement was right the case was right the seller had a great rating everything 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 i did right but it was still wrong <laughs> so that was definitely probably one of my worst memories also one of my one of my worst ussr memories honestly i i, I took the watch apart i just cannibalized it um i just i just i just fucked with the 2414 movement because the movement was fine it's just the hands that were fucked huh. up you know so that was definitely uh one of my less favorable memories in urology i also wanted to tell that story to like let people know that it's it's there's always an element of risk, you know, with the uh, with the USSR watch. But at the same time, I only I think I only paid like 25, 35 bucks, and like, yeah, it sucks. But you know, now I got a bunch of watch parts. I guess you know, maybe yeah, I can just you can start. use them. Yeah, I can probably do something with the dial. The dial is still super cool. I mean, maybe I'll maybe I'll just for shits and giggles on like a Tuesday or Wednesday of the week this show goes up, I'll just put like a, a photo of the dial in the story segments because I, I don't I don't want to do a post for it, but just to show folks what it looks like. But um. But yeah, that's that's. Did we each tell two stories? Two two of our worst stories in neurology. Yeah, yeah, that's, that was that was two stories each. I think this is it. Should we start? Should we start wrapping up? Because the thing is, we don't. I don't think we have enough time for any more stories. Did you have any more stories? I have more stories, but I know I can't say them in seven minutes. I yeah, I have more stories too. But you know, we'll, part, we'll get back to this. Part I think it's two. Okay. Part <laughs> worst memories in neurology. Part two. Bring the tissues. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tearjerker, guys. I promise you that much. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I gotta watch like five episodes of My Little Pony now. <laughs> Just like get myself back in a happy mood. <laughs> it's important. I think it's important to talk about stuff like this, though. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it, it, it's nice. It's nice to reflect on this kind of stuff. Well, if if you guys care to share some 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 painful orological <laughs> memories. By all means, uh, email us or DM email. us. <laughs> DM us, write in, you know, leave in the comments. Just like, yeah, share any kind of similar stories that you guys got or any kind of reactions to any stories that we've shared. Um, shall I start going through the recap? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so recap, episode 58. Michael is still loving his Dan Henry 1963. That's what it's called, right? 1963? Yep, that's it. I'm... Starting a watch fast with my Orient Christmas Chrono, the Orient Xmas Chrono Limited Edition JDM number 884 of 1000. Really cool watch. Really looking forward to the to the watch fast. This is also my birthday month, so it's going to be interesting. Um, and then two weeks, or I guess more like a week and a half, once this month is over, I'm getting married. Yay! So all my <laughs> wedding plans are being finalized. So I'm going to be watch fasting during all of that. I'll keep everyone updated in my morning walks as to how the watch fast is going. Um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Seiko released a mini turtle. No one asked for it. Let's see what happens. I want to see some wrist shots. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to kind of see the watch family's reaction. Are people going to be as excited about it as they are as they were about the original turtle, or is it going to just kind of be forgotten or not really cared about? I don't really know. Um, anyone has any opinions on that or if you know for sure you're putting money down tonight to get to find one of those watches write in let us know uh if there's something about the watch you think we're overlooking let us know in addition to that uh swatch and hodinkee have teamed up to create the system 51 
That's all I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a cool watch if you're looking for uh, an accessible piece into one of these watch website collaborations. If yeah. you wanted the System 51, bro, there are some way cooler looking ones, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah can get. I, I, I agree. Uh, in addition to that, the main topic for the day, I think was a lot of fun. Uh, a dodgeball destroyed Michael's fossil. I don't understand how wash movements and 3D printing work, or at least I didn't use, or at least I didn't in 2014. Uh, in addition to that, Michael Michael was shooed <laughs> shoo, shoo out of shoot out of a, a jewelry store for turning a bezel, which might be some kind of orological faux pas. I don't know. Like like if someone has any insight on that, if you work in sales or if you had a similar experience, let us know. Just so I don't do that. I mean, that's why we talk about bad things so people don't replicate our mistakes. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I won't do it again if it's, uh, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just interesting to learn. Um, I got burned pretty hard on the Slava 2414. I'll, try, I'll, I'll, put a, I'll put a dial picture up of, uh, you know what I'll do? I'll see if I, can, if I can find all the pieces. And I'll just do all the pieces disassembled in my hand. Do I'll a put, hashtag, hashtag watch gore. Hashtag, oh, no. hashtag watch gore, hashtag watches gone wild. <laughs> really wild. Too wild. Really too wild. Hashtag watches gone, gone black Dahlia killer. I don't know. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> that's horrible. I'll find it. I'll find an appropriate hashtag. Um, definitely let us know your thoughts on today's episode in regards to anything we've talked about, anything you think we've overlooked. If you're listening to us on your commute or if you're listening to us at work or any point in the day and if we made you laugh or if you made your day any more enjoyable at all, whether it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, whatever the fuck I miss a couple of days, doesn't matter, please consider going and checking out our Patreon. Uh, you can go and you can sort of read our manifesto of how we want the show to grow, um, what we like to do in terms of just doing more stuff uh, like in the field, like the press coverage we did for Windup was so much fun. And that was really funded by people who contributed to the Patreon. Also, if you go to the Patreon and you like what you see and you like the show and you do contribute or donate money, that goes to the watch giveaways that we do. So we just finalized the watch giveaway for our the Timex Navi Harbor with the three Toxic NATO RF style single pass straps, the Toxic NATO toolbar, the sticker, those disgusting candies, all that shit went in there. Um, <laughs> we're getting close to 4,000 followers. We've got to figure out another one, and that 4,000 follower giveaway will be funded by the patrons, uh, you know, who've gone there and decided to 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 donate to the show. Um, so thank you to people who've donated now. If you're on the fence or if you have any questions about how funds will be used, uh, definitely ask us. It's all spelled out there pretty well, I think. I mean, you know, it's going towards like hosting. It's going towards the watch giveaways. It's going towards the, the software that we use for post-processing of not just audio, but also uh, photos. Um, going towards equipment, technically. Uh, travel, when we did travel <laughs> for windup. Uh, am I missing anything? No, that's that's it. I think that's it. Okay. I think that's a solid recap. So yeah, definitely looking forward to hearing from you guys. You can reach us at uh, 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 I almost fucked everything up. Whew. You can find us on Instagram at twobookwatchnobs. You can email us at tbws.contact.gmail.com Again, this tbws.contact.gmail.com If you emailed us and you haven't heard back from us yet, we are super, super aware. We read your email. We're just going through all of them in order that we get them. So um Please be super patient with us uh, as we kind of work through all the emails. We need an orological intern, I think. Michael, what do you think? 
I agree. We we definitely don't hate you if we haven't written back to you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we're 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 we just want to give every email the attention that it deserves and every DM the attention that it deserves. Um, I think that's it. Is it time? It's time. Damn it. Okay, episode fifty-eight. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What's the next one? Fifty-nine. Is that is that how numbers work? That's how numbers work. Hey, I'm paying for a wedding. Fuck numbers, man. Uh, well, I don't like numbers anymore. But yeah, all right. Should be pretty cool. Should be pretty cool. Uh, wish me luck on the watch fast, guys. Do you want to do the outro, Mike, or should I? Yeah, I'll go for it. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz, and you have been listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. Later. Later.